Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Josh, do I need to weigh in on what's going on in the comments right now? Uh, no, I mean, maybe during the next break, peruse through it, because it is entertaining to me. What, can you give me a synopsis? Uh, yeah, we're, we're discussing in the chat, uh, very helpfully, very friendly, very politely, where the, uh, the, the T-Mobile arena is located, whether it is in Vegas proper or outside of the city boundaries of okay, Las that, Vegas. Okay, that I don't know. Yeah. That, the, the city boundaries I'm not aware of, but I could tell you where it is, and it's in Vegas. It's right off the strip. You could just walk there. Really, you, can wa- you can walk like, there. Okay. Like, like, I mean, you can't walk there from 20 miles away, but sure, sure. like if you're staying at one of the hotels on the strip, you can and should walk there. We've gotten into tax brackets. Uh, That's know, good. Unincorporated versus incorporated. Yeah. I wish I, I, wish I knew more. I wish I could weigh in more. But yeah, for 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 the argument of is the Vegas Arena in a downtown, you know, like highly populated? Oh yeah, population center. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, indeed. I think they're going even even. <laughs> are, are, further, are we going on technical? <laughs> they're going even further Dan- into it than you are. Daniel's saying the point isn't whether it's basically in and feels like Vegas. <laughs> Well, okay, then I don't know what we're arguing about then. I should have stayed out of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> scroll th- scroll through I, it. It's fun. Isn't it's that in, what in, we were talking about? Like where like where it is compared to where generally people are? Like we're, we're thinking about it in the abstract instead of literally where the city's borders are or who's – Whose taxes you pay? Yeah, and I mean it's it started with conversations like, well, you know, Liberty First is in Ralston, but if ESPN came to town, they would just say it's Omaha. They would. They. I, I don't know why ESPN would be at Liberty First Credit Union. I was Arena. just there on Friday. They will never ever do anything in that building. <laughs> I feel confident saying ESPN will never step foot in that building. Are you sure? Just look, yeah. look, we have to think about this. We have to we have to play this out real quick. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know what event could come calling that they're like, we got to be there. Maybe Creighton when Creighton has to move out for when the NHL team moves in, and they are building their new beautiful arena. Mm-hmm closer to campus on the old grounds of the Civic Auditorium and they need a place to play for a year. And they play at the Ralston Arena, home of, what, what like 4,000 seats? That'd be awesome. If that. <laughs> get rocking in there. No, Creighton's not, Creighton's not going anywhere. John got triggered at me last time I tried to do that. I don't know. Oh, really? Well, we don't want to get John triggered. So easy. <laughs> Speaking of being triggered... Let's head over to The Athletic, where we find the Ohio State basketball coaching candidates 
hot board. Oh, we love a hot board on this show. Lay it on me. Who's your five? Now, to be fair, I always love to read the hot boards. Yeah. I, I, I do. Because it gives you it gives you information, but also like it, you know, it, it gives you where where we're looking. What realm are we are we looking in? And the general takeaway from the Ohio State basketball opening is that it feels like it's going to be somebody who's going to leave their sitting high major job right now to take this job. I don't know that I agree with the idea, like the, the general premise of that. Or Jay Wright. I saw a lot of Jay Wright yesterday how, how, during the show. Let's have the discussion first of, of how good is that job? Are, <sighs> are you leaving your powers? Are you leaving your high major job where you're having success and you're building something right now to go just automatically hands down be the head head basketball coach at Ohio State? Which is a football school football in the Big school. Ten that has plenty of money. Yeah. There's money, their resources. They they would like that team to be good, like it, the administration would. Well, that's the that's the downside to it, Josh. Mm-hmm. When it turns on you, it turns. Mm-hmm. Chris Holtman had been good up until this year. Jim, Jim Tressel was good forever. They're already turning on Ryan Day. You know, I know Jim Tressel had some other stuff going on. Um, Final fours in 07 and 12. Thad Mata had some good stuff going on. I know, and I know there was more to that too. But like, I'm just saying, like they've they've had a lot of good coaches and a lot of success, and for some reason, for one reason or the other, they don't end up staying there. Haven't won the conference tournament since 2013. But like, whether or not, like, I think it's very clear you can obviously win there. Y- yeah, you, you you can win there. Yeah. But I, I think the the downside to the job is the super short fuse and the out maybe the outsized okay. expectations. Okay, right? I, I I understand what you're saying. Now. Right, that, like that's that's the short side of it. Um, so they want is it be, a good they job? They want to be an all athletics school, but they are a football school. Is it a good job in the sense that you could win football or you could win basketball games there? Yeah, of course. Is it a good job in the sense that you have a built-in dedicated fan base and resources therefore you can you know pay whatever coach x amount of dollar figure to to leave their sitting high major job right now yes yeah of course you know you're you're one of the schools that has the designation of being a big 10 school right you're so there's there's money to make all your rest the rest of your athletic department really good but also i mean it's not like it's this huge, long history of tradition and success, mm-hmm. and there's been some good coaches there who have been run out real quick. And I'm not defending Chris Holtman. I'm just saying sometimes bad years happen, <laughs> and maybe it's a lit. Maybe maybe the general public would look on that and say that seemed a little fast, <laughs> right? Oh, we all saw it coming yesterday. Yeah, but like. Maybe a little fast, didn't they? Hadn't they been to three straight NCAA tournaments under him? I know that's not the end all be on, the end all be all. Uh, 22, 21, 19, 18. So, I mean, technically four straight. Well, Chris Holtman has been around for, yeah. So he went, he went, he won a game in 18, won a game in 19, 20 got canceled. Got beat in the first round in 21, mm-hmm. 
won a game in 22. Yeah, they haven't been to the Sweet 16 since 2013. And didn't go to the tournament last year, and this year they stink. So, I don't know, it's, it's quite a lot of success. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, to the board, Josh. Hot board. Here's who they list in alphabetical order, but I can tell you who's on the front page with the picture. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, indeed. What are we trying to do here? Indeed. Uh, it's not Dusty May. It's not Nico Medved. It's not Sean Miller. It's not Porter Moser. It's not Jerome Tang. It's not TJ Otzelberger. What kind of hot board is this? It's Greg McDermott. This isn't a hot board. It's a well, lukewarm board with Greg McDermott on it. <laughs> so we know the uh, we know the connection to the job from seven years ago, and that was close. That 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 was close to happening, and Greg McDermott came back. Um. There is some different leadership there now. Ted Carter is the uh, is the president, President C. And Admiral. And, and of course, still the Admiral. Um, and, and then, of course, this coincides with freaking Ed Cooley talking, <laughs> saying stuff the other Just. night. Just. Oh, you, I hope you guys respect him. Hope By the way, did you see, I, I retweeted it last night, uh, Dean Marinas had a, had a nice little compilation of all the times that Ed Cooley says that you should appreciate the coach that you have here. Ed oh. Cooley just says that a lot. That's his line. That's by his, the way, that's his go-to stump speech. Yeah. Huh, it's almost like he's projecting his own feelings on some things. That's funny. Actually, It's almost <laughs> like he likes being appreciated <laughs> anyway. So there, there's that, but you know, the, the timing obviously a little bit, coincidental I, I guess i guess i have a, i guess i would have a hard time thinking like all right if this was if this was close and there was reasons to not do it a handful of years ago then there is reasons to do it now and there is money there is money and there is of course the situation at creighton changing over that period of time on the basketball court it's for the better elsewhere maybe not right um so this is just set, setting the tone for this. He's going to pop up on some lists. Mac's going to pop up on some lists. Just be prepared. Just one. I, I I I'm prepared to say this. I don't like it. Oh no, I don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email yesterday from um, uh, one of our listeners. And... Was it Pedro? No, it was Adam. Oh, it was Adam. Hi, Adam. He didn't say thanks, Pedro. He just said, "I'm Adam," um, and he was like, "Hey, I think you should. I think you should talk about this." Um, and but but one of the lines in one of his emails was, uh, "I'll just read it to you. If Mac were to leave, it would be catastrophic for CU." Um. Now that all depends on that all depends on what happens afterwards. Right. Right. I, I think there is. A, a list of coaches who they could go to the well of. Do you have confidence that that's going to happen? Given the given the kind of change of the guard, I guess that's that's happened at Creighton over the last several years now. Maybe, maybe not. They probably wouldn't want to go, you know, quote unquote, in the family, right? So there's that piece of it. But 
the the real result of that question is we can't know that until we find out how it turns out and and how it works out for Creighton and who they hire if that were to be the case but i understand the sentiment which is number one it wouldn't look good right like this is this is clearly clearly a program where you can accomplish a lot it is in a ha- regardless of what people want to joke about it, it is a high major conference it's one of the best conferences in america and creighton has like put their stake in the middle of it they have been one of the best big east teams throughout its existence since it was recreated 10 years ago it has been either 1a or 1b they've won the most games it is a obviously a basketball school it is a basketball school now that comes with some challenges it does potentially it, it comes i'll tell you what it comes with josh it comes with a lot of unknown i don't know how this is all going to turn out with the, with the conferences and the money and the tv and all this i i i genuinely have no idea how that's going to look um so it could be good for basketball it could be bad for basketball the big east is certainly caught in the in the in the crosshairs of all of it which i think big east basketball is great and it's pure and it's a bunch of basketball schools who are like-minded and they 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 basically only play basketball at the division one level anyway um we're at the at the f at the at the high major level, whatever you want to call it, um, I think it's pure in that way. But we know that pure things become unpure in this current state of college athletics. So there's that's maybe not as much of an upside or a positive part as it once used to be. If you're a basketball coach, there's obviously the money piece of it. We don't know how much Mac gets paid because we don't we don't have that information. Because they don't have to tell us. So, um, there's a lot to it, but I wanted to go back to what Adam said and how it would be catastrophic. It certainly wouldn't look good. It certainly wouldn't look good for Creighton. You have a good thing, you know? And as as Ed Cooley said the other night, you know, there's, there's an appreciation there. And I don't know what he was talking about, but... Um, it would definitely hurt for Creighton to to not really pony up and and try the best they could to keep him right. That that I I think that goes without saying. Yeah. I, and and I know I'm gonna get an email from Bob here. Oh, but I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the country, and I think it makes a lot of sense why other teams would want to come in and try and poke him away, especially if they felt like the door was open. And I think other, t- and that's that's maybe the the bigger problem with all of this. Other schools around the country feel as if the door is open because we've been having this conversation now for the last several years. At the end of the season, Bob has emailed before. They've not saying, they've not been told no. Right? Mac, they, they, Mac they, they, isn't a top eight coach in the Big East. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. He's got all the stats and and whatever. I I'm going with the Bomani Jones eye test on that one. But yeah, I. I I think he's one of the best. I think he's one of the best ten, fifteen coaches in America, and so I, like I said, I think it makes a lot of sense why people would want to come get him. And he's at the juncture of his of his career and in his life is like, okay, what's he what's he want to do? Does he, you know, does he feel like he can win a national championship here? Does he? How high does he prioritize that? 
and where do I feel like I can do it and what's the the right setup and how how big of a rebuild would we have to do and you know how fast could we win and all that stuff but so I mean that triggered for sure that's yeah. the that's the thing with with him right like what what are your goals in I don't know I, I don't have the math right in front of me and the schedule and all that I I believe against a very very bad team early next year he would become the winningest coach in Creighton history unless they unless they went on a similar run in the postseason I think it's nine more nine more now yeah yeah and six in the regular season so I mean I guess he could get it this year but it'd, it'd be really good if they did yeah it would it would <laughs> go ahead and try yeah <laughs> um but and then you got to start asking yourself okay what do I want to what do I want to do here and what do I want to do in, in life and in my profession mm-hmm. and you need to I think there's a let's just put a bow on this. I, yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons for it not to be Ohio State, but he's going to keep popping up because once again, it, it, I think the message has been sent that the the door is not completely closed on that. Despite where you think he may be on a on a list of coaches in the country, he has value. I found it interesting that Lamont Paris wasn't on this list. Um, who's a name that I had heard a lot for for that job, uh, who's currently the coach at South Carolina, who they got winning a whole bunch of games. Um, I, f- I find that sort of interesting, but that that was this is just the one list from the Athletic. There's a lot of SEC teams this year where I'm like, really, that team's ranked. That that SEC team is ranked. Mm-hmm. This isn't just Kentucky and everybody else. Uh, what do we have here from Baz? What, what's what's Baz doing? Oh, uh, Spencer Hall wrote an article that says, no, adult men, you cannot find a downed plane from 30,000 feet in the air. One of those. I couldn't find a plane? I couldn't find a plane? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like a a downed plane. Like if a plane went down and you went to search for the wreckage in another plane, you couldn't see it coming. That was what the argument was? I, I I believe so. That's never been my argument. Well, no, but it it's one of those, hey, did you know 85% of men think that they could land a jumbo jet? This says, no, you could not land a plane from 30,000 oh, feet in land, the air by yourself. Land a plane. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I misread I misread the Yeah, argument. I didn't know about the argument of I, nobody could find a plane. But land a plane, um, like you said, Josh, thank you. Never been the argument. Not talking about a commercial jet. You are not. But, all right, ever. I guess I'm the guy who uh, thinks he can land planes in all kinds of situations. And then there's a picture of Spencer Hall flying a plane. <laughs> it, or it, sitting in the cockpit. Seems like a lot of buttons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I say I'm, I'm probably more qualified than most and that I really enjoy Flight Simulator. Oh, yeah, you doing any Omaha to minis <laughs> yeah. lately? You know, yeah, you got to hop on late at night. <laughs> Just do a quick one. Get people safe, but no, I don't. I don't think I could land a commercial jet from thirty thousand feet in the in the air. Feels tough. Although it'd be nice to have that help from the air traffic control. Might be able to handle it. I feel like they would. Like, okay, we we have to help this guy or try. We'll come back. Michael Brunts is next on the Connor Happer Show on sixteen twenty The Zone. But first, a reminder. Uh, along with many great opportunities to win tickets to various things. Um, we invite you to head to our website, 
1620thezone.com. There you will find another great thing, your chance to win $5,000. Live, 1620thezone.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.